I don't think we've met before, but I'm the referee on this field. Leinster could have me five mil a year, I wouldn't go. It is coming off! Robbie, Robbie, weekly. Little reverse pass, and oh! oh! Magic! Hi there, I hope everyone's Monday is going very well. Murray Kinsella here with a very quick message that you can ignore if you're already a member of the 42. If you're not, we just want to let you know that we're still chatting away on members-only rugby podcasts every single Monday. We discuss the big talking points from the weekend's rugby action with exceptional analysis from former Ireland analyst Owen Toulon, who's now back in Australia after a spell working in Japan. The pods are driven by questions and suggestions from our members, whose rugby knowledge, well, really never ceases to impress. If you're keen to get involved and get more of our rugby coverage every single week, then just head over to members.the42.ie. That's members.the42.ie, where you can sign up for membership, which includes a range of other podcasts and weekly newsletters, including Rugby Insiders. Today's episode of the 42 Rugby Weekly Extra involved Owen and myself discussing the latest round of Interpros, all the action from Super Rugby Trans Tasman, and also the upcoming Top League final in Japan. Here's a taste of our chat. I'm going to start with a quick question for you, Owen. Mick says, I'd love to know your thoughts on Henshaw's tackle, which obviously Ian Henderson challenged in the game and was unsuccessful with the challenge. Yeah, I I actually did not have a problem with the tackle. I thought initial contact was just below the shoulders on the chest. It's not the type of tackle that we want in the game. If we're if we're trying to reduce that risk, we need we need to be targeting the ball or below the ball. But in terms of direct contact to the head, I I, I definitely didn't see it on any of the replays that were available to us. I think it, his arm does ride up and eventually makes contact to the neck. Um, so I think yellow card potentially, but definitely for me, for me that it wasn't a red card offence because I said the first point of contact was on the shoulders or just below it, and it was an enormous hit that that Robbie actually came off the worst for, and and as is why we're trying to eradicate these tackles is because of the um, the danger it presents to the tackler as well with obviously his head in close contact with uh, Balakum's shoulder and the head area, so. Uh, not technically the type of tackles where we want in the game, but um, didn't want red card. And, it, and to be fair, from a Robbie Henshaw perspective, it was a hugely physical moment, wasn't it? And and he was, again, a standout player for Leinster and, and obviously just uh, demonstrated that he warranted that Lions selection. Yeah, he's been outstanding. I'm in total agreement with you. I actually, I don't think it was even a penalty and it wasn't given as a penalty. They went back to the offside against Larmer and I was in total agreement with it. Obviously, it looked... You initially see it and you go, oh, he's in trouble here. Mm. But I agree. I didn't see the head contact at all. It was literally fine margins. Any further slip or anything like that. And, and it's a really dangerous one. And it is a dangerous, as you say, position for both of them to be in. Mostly for the tackler. And, and that's a big part of what World Rugby have been trying to do. Their statistics show that the tackler is actually the one who puts himself even more at risk with, with that kind of upright body position. And you saw it there. He had to go for a HIA. Fortunately, he returns from that and plays on and is player of the match. Um, but I, I thought the decision was, was right there. I know Ian Henderson was absolutely incredulous. And if you'd seen it live on the pitch, he didn't get the big screen replays, so he couldn't see what they were reviewing. I can understand his reaction completely. Um, so yeah, it was a really rare one where just another centimetre and it would have been 
I think a, a straight red card. It shows how fine the margins are around that kind of stuff. There's a really interesting one. Probably some of the listeners won't know about uh, down this neck of the woods is um, in the NRL. The, uh, Peter Valandes, who runs the NRL, has just massively cracked down on head high shots. For people that have watched NRL and seasons gone by, it was like watching a different sport. Direct contact to the head was was play on, not even not even penalty, and it was almost impossible to get yellow carded and red carded in, in rugby league. It was completely unheard of, and he's seen the fallout from a rugby union perspective, the the legal implications of, of what's now going on in the game. And in uh, Brisbane last weekend, they had the suit, the magic round. So all NRL games were played in the one stadium in uh, in Suncorp. And there was, uh, I think, 14 sin bins at the weekend. Uh, and the NRL world has gone absolutely mad over this, this complete change in terms of interpretation around direct contact to the head. And, and the fact it's come in, I think we're into round nine or round 10 of NRL now. And um, there is just a... a people are baffled by the the new interpretations but when you see some of the contacts there, there'd be red cards all day in rugby union just swinging arms to the neck and um and the rugby league fraternity are struggling to come to grips with it but um Valandes has obviously recognized the legal, legal implications if they continue down the road they've been going down and um it's, it's a massive sea change in rugby league that's fascinating firstly but also very very welcome i've definitely shared in that sense of what is going on here at times watching league over over recent years and some of the head high tackles that have been celebrated and um, definitely a, a good development there and, and one i'll read up more on